All right, so the next section we have over here, after the purchasing of merchandise, now we go to the selling of merchandise. We go to the mocher end of the, uh, the equation. So the first thing he talks about, again, is ona, which he translates as deception over here. Or really, it's exploiting the other party's uh, ignorance in a business transaction. So either the customer doesn't know the correct price of the thing, and therefore he could end up overpaying, or the seller doesn't know the correct price and could end up undercharging, they could end up not collecting as much as he could. But that's the prohibition of ona. So the technical halach is, So it's prohibited to go ahead and exploit another person's ignorance by overcharging or underpaying for merchandise. Shenemar, and this based on the Pasuk, which says, that one is not allowed to go ahead and to behave deceptively towards his friend. Now there happened to be that depending on how much you overcharge or underpaid, so it could affect different outcomes of the halacha. In the event that you overcharged, but it was less than one six, less than 16.6%. So anything less than that, we assume that that's an amount that everybody understands that there's a range, and sometimes you pay a little bit more, sometimes you pay a little bit less. So that little amount, we assume, is mechila. And in the event that you overcharge exactly one sixth, so then the halach is is that whoever did the exploiting has to refund whatever the overcharge. You have to pay the difference. You have to return the ona amount. Or in the event that you overcharge him more than a six, so then so then the one who was exploited has the right to go ahead and cancel the transaction and say, listen, you ripped me off so badly that I don't even want that thing in the first place. Anyways, just give me my money back, take back your stuff, and we're just going to call it a day. Now in the bottom over here, he quotes from the Chavetz Chaim in his Sefer about uh, telling the truth, about the, the prohibition of lying. Sfas Tamim, his name is Sefer. So he says, he says, when it comes to this prohibition of ona in the context of, uh, of uh, business transactions, so he says, that, He says, as a result of our many sins, people don't realize this, that this is an Aveira in the first place, and the severity of the Aveira to overcharge people, put it that end. And not only do they go ahead and they violate this iser, but they call it a mitzvah also and say, Hishtadlus, I have to make an effort to make parnasa for my family, Hishtadlus, and therefore they turn it into a mitzvah, as if it were. And this is the general rule of onah, to, to be mindful of. You're not allowed to praise the merchandise which you're selling, describe it in a way which is not true. Or say, oh, I bought it for this amount and I'm selling it to you at 50% off when really you didn't buy it for that much and you're just making up numbers in order to be able to go ahead and make the sale. Or say, I've already had 10 customers who bought it already for this price. I'm giving it to you for 25%, 25% off of that. So you should be appreciative and you didn't have any customers who bought anything. All of those types of things. And certainly we don't even need to say, to go ahead and to make your, uh, the item which you're selling look newer or in better condition than it actually is, or to go ahead and take all of the ichi stuff and put it below the surface and all the good quality stuff is on the top. So a person th- thinks that he's got all good quality stuff when in reality he's getting a mixture. So that on the outside it looks like you're getting all good stuff and then below that is uh, all the ichi stuff. And then he says, 
And it's also, it's unnecessary to say that in the event that a merchant is dishonest with weights and measures and things of that, of that sort, the scales are not accurate, his yardstick isn't quite a yardstick, whatever, the, uh, whatever he's going to go ahead and do. So this is something which is a terrible, terrible Avera. And Chazal says, that having improper weights and measures is a worse Avera than even Arias itself. And then he says, it's a fascinating thing, which the way he frames it, I don't remember Chazal saying it, this, it the same way that the Chavetz Chaim does, but this is what emerges. He says, If you're a merchant and you have one of these in, uh, invalid or inaccurate weights and measures which you use to your advantage and disadvantage of others, over al-Isr Gamer. So the fact that you're over an Isr, so we know that's a pasuk. That you're not even allowed to retain one of these things in your house. If it says a two-pound weight, and it's really one and three-quarters weight, so then the, you're not even allowed to have it in your house. Now here's the Chiddush. Even while you're sleeping, your Isser, the Isser that you violate continues to increase. Because if the Isser is to have it in your house, so as long as it's in your house, so this is one of the few Averas you can actually violate while you're sleeping. So that's really a big uh, Chiddush. But that's how bad the Isser is, is that while you're sleeping, you know, you think soundly away. Meanwhile, Gehenna is getting larger and larger, uh, you know, uh, for, for that Avera. Which you don't find by other Yisum of the Torah. And that's the severity of this, where you could go ahead and you could rip off so many people with, uh, with ease. And that's why the Torah comes out uh, so strongly against it. You're going to go sell a used car. I mean, I'm assuming you can take it to the car wash, wash it, vacuum it, clean the whole thing out. Right. Clean out under the engine and make that look clean. Spray new car smell in the car. Yes. All, the, all, all that we know is, uh, is fake. It's usual because it's... Even new cars don't smell like new car smell. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we know that that's actually not the best so part. Any, so anything that would usually be done to make a car look good? Right. It, in, the, in the event that there are, if you look under the hood, and it look, it, there, when you open it up before you sell it, so you see that, oh, it looks like the oil was leaking over here, and the refrigerant was leaking over here, and the antifree was leaking over here, and you clean all of that up so you can't see that anymore, that's already being deceptive, because that allows the person to know the condition of the car, and you're misleading about the condition of the car. If you take your Sharpie and you go over, you know, or marker, and you well, go over all the scratch marks... You take a touch-up paint and you touch up so the, the paint may be okay, but to do it in a way where it looks good, and then as soon as the first rain comes, all that <laughs> washes off, and then you get to see all the stuff which is there, so that already is, uh, yeah. yeah. Is overcharging by 16.6? 16.6. Because of the final... Yeah, I don't want to go into all the math, but yeah. Right. I don't remember. It actually ends up being the gav or milabar, either way. You do the math. Thank you.